0: Progress. We're up to the Mishnah and the Lamad Zayin Abed The Mishnah is going to be talking about Birchis Kehanim, because we mentioned in the previous Mishnah that Birchis Kehanim can be done, must be done in So now the Gemara is going to talk about the Halachas of Birchis Kehanim. So the Mishnah says like this, Birchis Kehanim Ketzad, how is the Birchis Kehanim said? So we're going to talk about the differences between Birchis Kehanim in the base hamigdash and bechus kahanim outside of the base hamigdash, so bimedina outside of the base hamigdash, omer oisah shalosh brachos. It's three brachas and then everyone says amen. 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 So it's three brachas The Mikdash bracha but in the base hamigdash it was one, because the halacha was you don't say amen in the base hamigdash. So therefore, they just said straight three without amen in between. In the Beis Hamigdash, the Kayan would pronounce Yud Vovke as Yud Vovke, not Aleph Dalid the way we pronounce it. He would actually pronounce the Shem Hashem the way it's written, Kichsavoi, But outside of the base Hamigdash, it's pronounced as Aleph Dalid, not Yud Kevavke. In Medina, In outside of the base Hamigdash, the Kehanim raise their hands to the shoulder height, like this, when they bless. Who b'migdash algal b'roshem, but the base of was over their heads. Chutz me koyin gadol. The only koyin gadol, the only koyin in the base of Middash that would not raise his hands over his head during b'chaskhan was a koyin gadol. Sheng me abiyas yado mayel menatzitz because the koyin gadol should not raise his hand above the tzitz, which is by his forehead review the Revi Udoim, Revi Udoim, that disagrees. He says, Even a kohen Godol would say, Bechaz Kahanim, with his hands held up above his head, even though it was above the tits. As the Pesach says, that Aaron HaKoyin raised his hands when he blessed the Jewish people. That's talking about the inauguration of the Mishkan on Rishchidesh, the last day of the Miluyim, um the final day of the dedication of the Mishkan. Aaron Akoyin, um raises his hands to do Bechaz Kahanim. So let's start the Gemara. Ten Rabbonon, Chazal Teach. Koi Sevaruchu, the Apostle says regarding B'chaz Kehanim, this is how you shall bless. Koi is B'loshan HaKadish. B'chaz Kehanim has to be done in Loshan HaKadish. What's the source? Atam in B'loshan HaKadish, in B'chaloshan. Does it have to be in Loshan Perhaps it could be in any language. Nemarkan Koi Sevaruchu. It says Koisavarchu by B'chaz Kehanim. It says regarding... Hagriizim harevil elu yamdul levarich. As the Arbesa says, so levarichu by bicheskanim. It says levarich by Hagriizim Malum Mal lom Just like Hagriizim harevil was lashon Afkan Avkan So it's learned down from Hagriizim now The vidya says no. This is similar to what we had before. In itzaruch, you don't have to learn out bicheskanim from Hagriizim Rather, how do I know it's lashon akoidish? Because it's Kai. Koy means like Kai is. It has to be as the Torah describes. Ichi yam belashon aser kai sevarichu. The ter- the Kayan has to say it exactly as it's found in the Torah. Okay, Tani ido Chabraysa teaches Kaisavarchu a different shot. It says Kaisavarchu you shall bless the Jewish people. Bamidah the Kohenim have to do so standing. They can't sit down when they're doing berchus Kohenim. Ata im Bamidah and b'lafilu does it have to be standing? Maybe it could be done even sitting. Nemrakan <speaking in> Kaisavarchu. <Hebrew> it says sivargo by the and we learn de lavarekh and it says by hagreez marevo lashin yvarekh mala londa me the just like the hagreez marevo has to be done standing afghan afghan me this is from he says you don't have to have a zayre shava. Rather, the pasuk says that the Kehanim bless and serve in the beis hamikdash, which means it's comparing the birchos kahanim to serving the beis hamikdash. Just like the service in the beis hamikdash has to be done standing, a kohen can't sprinkle the blood while sitting. So to the birchos kahanim has to be done standing. So the source, according to of Naseh, that the Kehanim bless the Jewish people while standing, is because it has to be similar to serving, to, to doing the Avoida. Just like the Avoidah has to be done standing, so to the Bechus Kehanim do standing. How do I know the it has to be done standing? The Mesharis Guf Amin Olon. D'chisiv La'am Lusharis. The Pesach says to stand and to serve. La'am Lusharis. Okay. Tani Yidach Anad The Braysa teaches. Kaisa Right, it says you shall bless. B'nisim Kahan kapayim. The kahanim have to raise up their palms. Atom b'nisim is kapayim. Ayeinu Elohim shal b'nisim is kapayim. Maybe their hands don't have to be lifted up at all. The heads could be held against their down, and the bracha could be said that way. The number one be yisa aron es yade alom biyvarchem. It says koysevarchu bebiches kahanim, and it says sevarchu the way. The Aaron Hakayan blessed the Jewish people. It's a like Gzereshava. Ma'ala'alon benesiyiz kapayim, the Gzereshava teaches that we're comparing Bechus Kehanim to Aaron's Bechus Kehanim. So just like Bechus Kehanim was done by Aaron, was raised hands, up. have come to So it's a like Gzereshava. Here's the problem. Shavu, you have, if you're going to compare two things, then it should be compared in all So you're going to compare Bechus Kehanim to Aaron Hakayan. Well, Aaron HaKoyin was a Kayin Gadol. Number two is Rosh And number three, he was doing it during communal Karbonos. So you should say the same thing. Berches K'anam can only be done by a Kohen Gadol on Rosh Chodesh by Berches K'arboni Tzibor. Kashler of Yodison, if Yodison on understand. set, Imal Alon, if it's a Gzir Shava, they have to be similar. It's Imal Alon K'an Gadol Rosh Chodesh Rav Edez Tzibor. Avkan K'an Gadol Rosh Chodesh Rav So that doesn't work. So if Russell says, you're right, it's not a Gzir Shava, it's a Hekish. A Hekish just means we're comparing not the same words Comparing two concepts. A Hekish does not have to be exactly similar. So rather, The Pesach says, We know that Aaron hakayan did Birchaz Kahanim once. Now yes, it was Rosh she He was the Kayin Gadol, and it was Avedis Hatsibah. But, we're saying like this. The Pesach says, That Aaron and his son serve Hashem forever. Meaning, That's a Hekish comparing the service of Aaron in general to the service of his children. So, just like he did the with raised hands. <laughs> so, don't tell me it has to be like a Kohen Gadol because there's a Hekish Kohen Gadol to other Kehanim. So, that means that all other Kehanim have to do raised hands. <laughs> don't tell me it has to be because it says any <laughs> day. Now, that's regarding the service, meaning just like the service of the iron is similar to the service of his all the rest of the Kehanim. And how do I know compare service to the Brachos? And they compare the service to the Brachos. So therefore, just like Aaron Akayin gave a bracha, so to his children. So it's a Hekish. If it was a Xerishav, you'd have the same problem you had before, but it's a Hekish. Hekish is just comparing two concepts. So we're comparing the service of Aaron Akayin to the service of other Kehanim. So therefore, just like Aaron HaKoyin gave Vichas Kehanim with raised hands, so to uh, other Kehanim as well. Okay. Ta'anidach another bracha. b'nei Yisrael. You bless the Jewish people, b'shem of that you pronounce Hashem's name Yudke Vavkeh. Maybe you should not pronounce Hashem's name in the Beis Hamikdash, and it should be pronounced Aleph Dala the way we do it. The pasuk says, "You place my name on the Jewish people." Means my name, which is Yud Kevavke. Now that's true. So now we have a source that the Kehanim say Yud Kevavke. Now how do I know that that's not true outside of the Beis Hamikdash? Maybe in shul when the Kehanim do Bech's Kehanim, they should say Yud Kevavke, pronounce it. Uh, you might think that it should be true outside of the Beis HaMikdash also, it says you shall place my name, which is saying Yud Kei Sham. and the pasuk says a similar lasun, lasun, regarding the Beis HaMikdash, that I will place my name there, just like over there, the pasuk is referring to the Beis HaMikdash, Avkan, so to over here, saying Yud Kei is Beis HaMikdash. only applies to the Beis HaMikdash. Okay, so that's the source. He says, I, "I agree with you, but you don't have to have The pasuk says, "You don't need Xerushava." The pasuk says, "Any place, any time you, you you mention my name, I will come to bless." So what do you mean? It means any time you say Hashem's name anywhere, there's nothing special about the base mikdash. Rather, You should read the pasuk backwards. Rather, it means any place that I will come and reveal myself, which means the Bei'shamigdash. asker That's where you should place my name. So, if you read the pasuk backwards, it means any ta, any place that I am revealed, which is the Bei'shamigdash. I shall bless. You should say my name. So, the pasuk is specifically saying. You see, because the 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 simple read, way of reading the pasuk is B'chol makram, ashikar, asim, yashavay, lechavay, that you could say Hashem's name anywhere. That there's no special thing with it. That's not true. Now, because the pasuk says chliddo, Rashi says that that uh, you can't pronounce the Yud Kevafke anywhere outside of the Beis HaMidr. So rather, you have to read the pasuk as saying where my my presence is revealed, i.e., the base of make the shama's karashmi. There you shall say my name. Okay. Now, Tani dok another brace, a Khai Savokus You shall bless the Jewish people. I only know that the Kehanim the Kehanim, should give a bracha to the Bene Israel to the males of Klay Israel. Gairim How do I know that the Kehanim also have a mitzah to bless women, converts, And uh, non-Jewish slaves that are freed, which are converts, Tamalaymar, Amar lehem, Lakulay, Emalehem, everybody shall be blessed. Tanidach another brayso, Kavis Evaruchu, you shall bless the Jewish people. Ponim connected Ponim, the Kehanim have to face the Israelim, which means that when the Kehanim are giving the brachas, the Israelim have to face them. The Israelim can't have their backs to the Kehanim. How do I know that the Israelim can't have their backs to the Kehanim? Tamalaymar, Amar speak to them. There has to be like a conversation, so they have to be facing you. Tani another another bride. You shall bless the Jewish people, but call Ram, a loud voice. The Kahanim have to speak out loud. They can't think it. I don't, I don't know, maybe they should whisper. You should speak to them like a person who speaks to his friend. And we have a tradition, we know that a lot of these halachas are very negaea. We know that the Kahan says, he uh, says, uh, This is done quietly, and then he says, and then they start. That's the, the Chazan's way of saying Kaihanim. Let's go. This is true la A lot of chazan don't know this. You only say if there's two, Kaihanim, there is two there. If there is one Kayan, you don't say You don't say Kayan. He just starts. Um, Rabbi, nektina, we have a tradition. L'shneiim k'ir Kehanim. Two kehanim who are about to say beruchas kehanim. The the Chazan says kehanim. Leechorin a k'ir But if there's only one, you don't say anything. The k'ayin the k'ayin just starts. Shenemar emor lahem. Tell them l'shneiim. Has to be two. Amr of Khiz of has another tradition. Now this we don't pass him like Nektinon. K'ayin k'ir kehanim ve'enisrael k'ir kehanim. That the Chazan only says kehanim if he's a k'ayin himself. But if the Chazan is a Yisrael, he doesn't say k'ayinim. Shenemar emor lahem. Say to them, Amir, go to the next page, Mishillahemteh. The saying has to be from them, meaning no everything about Bihan has to be kayanim, So even saying Kayanim has to be done by another Kayim, but not by the Khazan if he's Israel. Now we don't pass on that way, we pass on the Khazan says Kayanim, even if he's Israel. The Ilchasa and the Gemara says the halacha Kawasid abaya. The halacha follows abaya that you only say Kayanim if there's two kayanim, not if there's one. The lesser Kawasi Racha, we don't pass on like Rahizdah, who says that kayanim is only said by a Kayan and not not Israel, that's not true. Okay, Levi How do I know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu desires the bracha of Kehanim? That Hashem looks forward to the Kehanim giving a bracha to the Jewish people. You shall place my name, and I will bless them. I'm ready to bless them. I'm looking forward to blessing them. But Amr Levi Kol Koyin Shemevarich Mizrich. Any Kayin that blesses the congregation is himself gets a blessing. But if he refuses to bless then he doesn't get blessed. And if a Kayin refuses to do he's mevatel three positive commandments. It says And if he you refuse he three assays. You lost out on the opportunity to do three mitzvahs. Rav Amar, no. It's worse than that. Not only do you mevatel a mitzvah we treat him, we're concerned that he's not a real kayan. We're concerned that he's a halal, a halal that his mother was Posla Kuhuna. Meaning that for other halachas, it's it's a um it's not just it's not just a rude thing, it's not just mabatal and We are concerned that the reason why you're not going up there is because you're not a real kayan. It'll affect your ability to receive truma and other things to get the first aliyah. But the Gemara says, Loy pligi. The truth is it's not a machalik, it's hard to had to lay It just depends. If he goes up every once in a while, let's say he goes up to Berchus Kehanim every Yomtev, but he refuses to go up two times a month. He refuses. So that, we're not concerned that he's a puzzle Kayan, because he does go up sometimes. Every time he doesn't go up, he's Mivatal 3 Asseis. If you have a Kohen who refuses to go up ever, then not only is Mivatal 3 Asseis, then we're concerned that he's not a Kashuk Kohen. So it just depends on the frequency of how he refuses to go up. If he never goes up, then not only is he Mevatl 3 Asseis, we're also concerned that he's not a real kain. But if he does go up every once in a while, but he stopped, but every once in a while, he doesn't, then every time he doesn't go up, he's just mevat <laughs> says. So we're not going to say that he's not a real kain, because he does go up sometimes. Bam rabbi shumalevi, kol kain she'enoyl v'avayda, it's also very important. If a kain does not go up to the dochen, to, to go up to to start the brachas, during ritzei, I mean, before modem, it's too late. beir because Aaron HaKoyin made the brachas Kehanim, he raised up his hands during the avoda. So Malalan Bavodah, just like over there, was during the avoda. Afkan Bavodah, so to so by Davening. It's the avoda which is Ritzei. That means that if the Kayan didn't walk up during Ritzei, it's too late. So if he gets up there, if he starts walking up by Modim, he can't do the brachas. Eny's, it's true. Ravami Rivasi walked up there during Modim. So uh, that's I thought that's too late. So the answer is the answer is, you don't have to get there by Maidim. You have to start before Maidim. Meaning, as long as a, 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 a Kayan starts walking during Ritzei, even if he gets there in the middle of Maidim, that's fine. So Ravami Vasi got there during Maidim, but they took a step during Ritzei. And that's the point. You have to take a step during Ritzei. They didn't get there until Maidim, but they took a step during Ritzei. As clarified, this whole concept that you have to go there by say doesn't mean you have to get there by say you have to take a step by say. With tsunami we find a similar thing. Let's say you have the Chazin, So That means, it's a tricky thing, it's not so posh, it's a big problem, because the the problem is he's going to have to, while Chazin, turn around, do Berchus Kehanim without having someone tell him, you know, Yiverecha, and then he has to go back to continue. And we're always concerned that he'll get confused and he'll, again, they didn't have Sidurim back then, so there, there was a concern that he wouldn't be able to do it. But says the Gemara, if he's confident that he can pull it off, Rasha, he's allowed to. Now, wait a minute. That means that he's a Chazin, which he had in Hashivinu once, The Chazin who's potentially also going to be doing during kehanim. So how does he ever take a step? I thought he had to take a step during Ritzei. Says the Gemara, we ask Kasha, he never took a step. I thought you have to take a step. The answer is to ignore Purta. You have to move slightly during Ritse. So to Rivam they also they didn't get there by Ritse, but they took a step during Ritse. Okay. Fine. We do not give someone to lead the benching unless he is generally not stingy. Um he has to be uh, a generous person, not a miser someone who's a toiv and someone who's a generous person he shall bless because he shares his bread with the poor. Al it doesn't mean that he will be blessed El he will be the one who leads the blessings. Sorry, How do I know that even birds will not take, they will not eat your bread, will not eat your seed if you're a stingy person? The Hu gives to birds that they won't take it from people that are miserish. The Pasuk says, you scatter your seed, but the eyes of every bird won't take. Meaning, the misers, the Pasuk says, the, the birds won't eat. Anyone who benefits from a miser is, transgresses a prohibition. Do not eat the bread of a miser. Because just like he is bitter, he'll tell you also to be bitter, but his heart, meaning he's going to give it to you, but he doesn't really want it. So he's, he's sort of like stealing from us. The Passock specifically he says, Don't eat from a miser. Do not eat and do not lust. Okay, Rabbi Shulman Levi, egla rufa is what we'll talk about in the next paragraph. Egla rufa means that if you have a dead body outside of the city and you're not sure where the dead body came from, they measure in the closest city. The elders of that city have to go out and say, "We didn't kill this person." Says the Gemara, "Ein egla rufa Bo tzarei The whole reason why there's an egla rufa is because people are stingy. It's the only reason why people die outside of the city. Is only murdered because of stinginess, Shinemar. Because the person says, think about the, the the elders have to go at the right bottom of that town, go out and say we didn't kill the person. Sigmar so, safquase didn't kill the person. So Why is gonna explain. It doesn't mean that they actually say they didn't murder the person. It means they are gonna say they did everything their part. They gave him enough food, they gave him enough drink, they escorted him out of the town. They did everything. Which implies that had they not given them food and drink, they had been misery then itaka would have been their fault, and that's why Egl only comes, because people are misers. We thought the murderers are the Besden. It means that we didn't leave him, and we didn't send them off. We didn't leave him without not we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we escorted him. The implication is that had they not given him food and drink, and they've been misers, that's what Eglarufa Rufa comes about. Amer Ada Amrav Simloy Beis Haknesa Kehanim. Let's say have a shul where every member of the shul is the Kehanim. Kulanai Lulduch, they all do Berchis Kehanim. So who are they blessing? Well, if, if every member of the shul is a kayin and they all turn around and say, So who are they talking to? They're giving a bracha to the people in the fields that didn't get to shul. Meaning, they're giving a bracha to everybody in that direction. Even the people that are working in town miles away, they're giving them a bracha. So the Gemara says, Any, is this true that the bracha works for people that are not in shul? I'm sure you've seen this, that if you're in the shul and they're doing the people that are so the Kahanim are turning, facing, let's say, facing the, the, the Mizrach, uh, the by east and they're facing west. Everybody that's behind them has to go in front of them. The people behind them, naturally in the shul, the people, let's say, sitting in the shul behind them, are not included in the bracha. That's why they have to walk to the front. So wait a minute. You're telling me the people that are in shul are not included if they're not in front of them? So they But their bracha works for people that are working on Main Street miles away? How could that be? So the answer is... The answer is, it depends. Whose fault is it? The people that are working are honest. They'd like to be in shul, but they have to work. So therefore they're included in the bracha. The people that are standing right there who are too lazy to take three steps back in front of them, that's uh, that that's that's on them. Therefore it's like they're they're choosing not to be included in the bracha. By the way, that would mean that if someone can't be in front of them, they're in shul, let's say they're Damashwaressa, they can't get there. They they are included in the Bracha. It's just a it's completely contingent on intention. But Tani Rav see me. You're telling me that if the entire shul is Kehanim, they all go up there and do the Bracha. I thought that the Bracha teaches that if you have an entire shul of Kehanim, some make the Bracha and some respond Amin. So, is it some and some or is it all of them that say Berchus Kehanim? The answer is, Lo Kasha. The answer is, it depends. We want there to be 10 people answering Amin. So, if there could be berchus kohanim, which I'm assuming means at least two kohanim, and still having ten people answer amin, then you do that. That's what the Brysa means when it says some answer and some respond amin. Let's say there isn't enough people to split up that way. If you take the two kohanim, there won't be ten left, then they all say berchus kohanim. So if you could have ten and still have two, and still have berchus kohanim, and have ten answer amin, that's the best. But if you can't, then they all say berchus kohanim. Gufa, one with this... Tana Am Kehanim, the people in Shul that are behind the Kehanim, when they say Bhakus Khanim, are not included in the Bracha. So the Gemara says, that means that you have to be facing the Kehanim. So and if you're behind the kehanim, it's no good. So what if you're in front of the Kahanim but there's stuff in between you and the kehanim? So Gemara says Pshita. It's Pasha to me, Aricha Baape If there's a tall person in front of you between you and the Kehanim, that's not a problem. That's 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 fine. Table Mifske also, the Orin doesn't stop. Let's say between you there's a Shender, there's the bima, That's fine. What about mechitza? What if there's a wall? So let's say you're in front of the kehanim, but between you and the kehanim, there's a giant wall. So you're in the hallway. So the Gemara says, mm-hmm. Even a metal barrier does not interrupt between you and Hashem. So you see that a wall is not a problem. You one last kasha. So you have to be in front of the kehanim, good. Behind the kehanim, no good. What if you're the sides of the kehanim? You're literally to the side of them. Start is the side in front and it's good, or is the side in the back and it's no good? So mar baravashi tashima. The, It says in the Mishnah, this is talking about someone who needs to get uh, t- uh, a paraduma, ashes sprinkled on you. So it says like this, Neschav in the If you intended to sprinkle the waters in front of you, let's say you have in front of you, you have a, a chair that's Tameh. And then behind that's another chair that's Tami. So you intended to sprinkle in front of you, but he's laacharv. but accidentally instead of, so you have in front of you a chair that's tummy, and behind you a chair that's Tami. You meant to sprinkle in front of you, but the water went backwards somehow. Or laacharv, or you intended to sprinkle behind you Hizlachar, but it went in front of you. So it went it went in the wrong direction, but it hit an item that was Tami. So the question is, does it work? The halach is Hazab Sula, no good. But, lefana, but if you intended to sprinkle in front of you, but it went to the sides in front of you, so it went to the sides, not behind you, but the sides in front of you, so let's say, there's a chair in front of you that's tame. and there's a chair to your right that's tame. so you went, you meant to go front, but the water went to the right, the halacha is, kasher, because the sides is considered in front of you, so therefore it's considered fulfilling your intention. You wanted to do it in front of you, and it ended up being in front of you. So that's the halacha. So, so too it is over here but the kehanim. If the ke- if there are people to the sides of the kehanim, that's treated in front of you, and that is kosher. Yotze the berachos kehanim we'll stop here.